ladies and gents, you know what really hurts? Not really when Will Smith slaps you across the face, but when you get slapped across the face with some legal battles, holy moly, you're going to be up Shit's Creek. You don't want to be there. So let's jump into the show today, figure out how to protect yourself. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, ladies and gents, who do we got on the show today? Let's see. How well do you understand basic legal concepts? I mean, do you know where your business is going? Because I'm telling you, most people lack a clear path forward for their future of their business. And if that's you, you're not alone. Many business owners struggle with many of the same issues. And today's guest is here to help solve those problems. Today's guest is from The Business Legal Cycle, which is designed to explain basic legal concepts in simple English so that anyone can understand helping you identify where your business is going and give you a clear path uh, pathway to build a successful business. So let's welcome to the show from Business Legal Life Cycles, coach, lawyer, and author, Jeremy Stranton. Hi, right, Jeremy, man. Welcome to the party, dude. I don't know how many podcasts you've been on, but what's your experience so far? Um, I've been on a lot of podcasts, so thank you for having me on, Hernan. And um, that's the best intro I've had so far. So uh, thanks so much for the intro. <laughs> Winner to the king. All right, let's move into this thing. I, I want to know a little bit about you and your what you've been up to. How did you develop your skills? Give me a little bit of background for you. Skills I've yeah. acquired over a very long career. So as people can probably guess, I'm from Australia. I'm from a city called Brisbane, which is going to become well known in the next 10 years because we get the Olympics in 2032. So um, I've been a lawyer for, for 20 years here in Brisbane, and I developed this concept called the business legal life cycle to help business owners identify their legal risks. Uh, because really what I got sick and tired Hannah, was of people uh, coming to me when they had a legal problem that they could have solved early. If they had just gone and got legal advice, they took a reactive approach and told themselves that, I will just fix that later. And I find that really frustrating because it ends up costing them so much money. So uh, in my journey as a lawyer and as a business lawyer for many years, I saw that time and time again. And I had I had this moment where uh, two clients, one lost a million dollars of other people's money and one lost nearly $2 million of their own money all because they didn't get proactive legal advice. And so I really, I, I was tearing my hair out and I, and I asked them why they didn't. And it was the same excuse as why people don't like coming to see lawyers. They think, they see it as an, as an expense and they see it as expensive. They see it as, uh, you know, coming to see a lawyer it, you know, feels icky and they don't want to deal with lawyers. And so I, I thought there had to be a better way. We had to develop a better way. So I developed the life cycle uh, by looking at, at the time, around 5,000 businesses that I'd acted for and mapped out when did the successful ones do things properly and when did the unsuccessful ones uh, do things and then mapped out the journey. And that then led into a book that I wrote here in Australia. Then I realized that it was a concept that we could expand around the world. So I expanded it to the UK and to the US and uh, you know, we're going worldwide as, uh, to as many countries as we can to try and get that message across about reducing your legal risk and really saving yourself money down the track by actually 
doing that without uh, the expense of of having to get expensive lawyers and, and all the rest of it. Man, you just never know when some of this legal stuff is going to come up and, and grab you. And it comes when you least expect it. You're never planning for it. You don't plan on getting sued. You don't plan on having any issues, nothing like that. And you're right, it's preventative. Uh, Earl Nightingale, I used to listen to this audio very regularly. Um, it's called The Strangest Secret. And in it, he talks about, you know, what's wrong with men today? What's wrong with people today? And he says, mm-hmm. the simple solution is people simply don't think. Right? We don't sit down and map out what we want to do. Preventative medicine is here to avoid big things down the road. Doing your taxes at the end of the year versus planning things out will avoid having a big tax bill at the end of the year. Prevention is the key to success. So when people uh, work with you, like tell me a little bit about this, uh, this the um, legal life cycle that when people work with you, what is it that they're they're paying to be a part of. What are they working with you for? If you're good at something, never do it for free. So, uh, so really, what they're paying for is um, well, there's lots of free resources on our website to start with. So there's heaps of free content, uh, and they're they're paying for uh, one. We have an assessment. So um, um, you take a, an assessment. It takes about ten minutes. You answer about thirty questions, and it tells you what are your legal risks. What are the things that you need to do right now? And then on the back of that, uh, we have a report that you get that talks about why you need to protect yourself and, and what you need to do. Uh, we have a referral system. So if you don't have a lawyer or an attorney, uh, you know, we can actually refer you to one uh, that that um, we know. And then um, we also have an education course because Hernan, what I've found is that uh, the, the way to reduce those legal risks and the way to understand what you need to do is to go and educate yourself. And there's so much free stuff out there. There's so much paid stuff out there uh, you know, that, that doesn't really address what business owners need. So we created an online course as well that helps people to understand that 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 you know what they need to do, why they need to do it. And then so that they can go and, and reduce their legal risks without you know feeling like an idiot or feeling like they they that you know, their lawyer knows more than them, they, they get onto a level playing field. So they're the kind of things we do. There's heaps of free resources on our website though as well to help business owners to understand what they need to do. So it's funny because I, I love the conversation of, of taxes with people. And it, the, when you have a conversation with taxes, oftentimes they know a little bit. They know they have to file. They know that there's a calculation and a process of entering deductions and credits and all these types of things, but they don't really speak tax language. And the problem with that, especially when you're a business owner, is a a good CPA or accountant might have tons of knowledge and information, but if you don't know what questions to ask or what things to look for because of your business, you're never really going to take advantage of the resources in front of you, of that legal or that accounting or whatever advice is being presented to you because you just don't know what you don't know. And I love that your site gives people an assessment to know what their risks are. First, understand where the hole is, then we can start working on plugging that hole. Why did you get into legal? What was, what was it about this side of the business that really attracted you? Why are you doing this? Chris, I wanna know. Yeah, I think for, for me, uh, you know, when I left high school over here, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, it, I was good with computers. Uh, so everyone told me I should go and do IT. Uh, and I know enough, Hernan, just to be to, to break things, I think is probably perfect. the, um, yeah, the, the perfect truth amount. of it. <laughs> this is the perfect amount. Um, uh, and, and so I didn't enjoy that. And so I, I, I did a bit of politics. So I, I started a few other things. But then when I found law, 
I really found something where I could help people and I could really help change their lives. And that was something that that really appealed to me. And I think it's a, it's a reason why a lot of people get into law. They kind of lose that when they get into the practice of it. I know I did. You know, I was working for a big corporate law firm over here. And, uh, you know, I really I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like the, the journey that I was on. So it really came down to this desire to help people, to help them solve their problems and to really, you know, like change the world by changing the way that people address their legal their, their legal issues. And that, that's why I've developed the way that I have. But to answer your question, why I got into it originally was uh, because I really wanted to help people. And, uh, and that, that was a really big passion of mine when I was younger. And it still is, I should say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When the light bulb goes off, that's one of the amazing things. This is the reason why I'm going to stay in teaching, I'm pretty sure, for a long time. Because when you have some piece of information that will benefit somebody else and you're able to get them, persuade them to see the benefit in it, when the light bulb goes off, that's exactly what we do this for, right? Yes, you see this vision. Yes, we laid out this plan. Look, the best part about our plan is you haven't been sued or you haven't gotten into a legal issue. If you have these things, if you're in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I, I hated this incident. I had this problem. You weren't prepared. But even then, even with preparation, there are still things that are going to come up. How does preparation help those people who still find themselves in some legal issues versus someone who didn't have any? I guess what I'm asking is like, what are some of your great accomplishment stories for clients? We're not worthy. We're yeah, so not worthy. <laughs> so I think that, uh, yeah. There's so many great examples of clients who have who've prevented problems from occurring. So, uh, and, and really the, the biggest uh, change that we see and the biggest uh, reward that we see is in the business owners who go to sell their business. So in, in um, you know, anywhere in the world, what we've seen is that where a business owner wants to sell, they're usually somewhere between two, uh, six months to two years from being ready to sell that business. And, and that's because people decide, oh, I want to sell my business. I want to do this. I want to do that. And um, they haven't really set their business up properly. And so where I see the biggest change uh, for the business owners that I've helped over the years is preparing their business for sale and making sure that their business is ready for sale in the in the right way. And and we've, what we've found is that we've really shortened that time frame of businesses from you know that six, to two, six months to two years time frame of being able to um, sell their business to really shorten that down to you know a couple of months in some cases where we can actually help them to sell their business much shorter there's been plenty of other cases and where you know we've saved clients money and 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 you know you hit the nail on the head it's those unknown unknown it's those things that you don't know are, are going to be a problem that um that you, you actually don't know the savings down the track i can't actually say oh i've saved a client a million dollars here or two million dollars there because they have literally just save the money and they've, and they've never encountered that problem. And you see it all the time with business owners. And we've also seen from the education point of view, uh, when uh, people go and learn more about the law, they learn why they need to do things. They go and make good decisions with their lawyer about why they need to do certain things, why they might need to you know, go and register a trademark. Maybe they don't need to. Or you know, why they need to invest invest in protecting their intellectual property, or where they don't need to, and so it's really that that cost saving. So the main part that we see people really save is that that time frame is reduced on being able to sell their business because all of their legal foundations are right, so that they can um, go and sell the business quickly when they decide that that they want to. Yeah, I mean, it's having that exit strategy, knowing when you are ready to get out and setting yourself to, up to do that. 
Uh, setting yourself up to sell. And Sam says, you know, you got to specialize and do it the, the bestest, better than anyone else. And I think that's part of what an entrepreneur does. They want to get really good at their process and systems. And I think what you bring to the table is that additional added support because whatever it is that you're specializing in, you're good at that. And that's the thing that you want to be focusing your attention on. That's your dollar productive activity. These other mm -hmm. aspects of business you need to be knowledgeable in so that you can speak to an F, uh, to an expert just like you, right? And mm -hmm. that's why you want to get the best CPAs and fill those gaps with the bestest, <laughs> bestest. It's all right. All words are made up, Sam. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, Jeremy, when we're when we're finding these clients that you want to work with um, that mm -hmm. are in different phases, there's different people in different aspects of business. Who's the ideal client for the uh, business legal life cycle? Who do you feel is someone who should be going? especially to businesslegallifecycle.com slash business bros uh, to find out more information. Who's, who's your ideal client? So I'm looking for qualities beyond the physical. Yeah, beyond the physical. So our, our ideal client is someone who's been in business for a couple of years. So, you know, the book and the, and, and the free resources help us a, a new business owner. So someone who has, uh, who has just started their business. Uh, for a for someone who's been in business for a couple of years and hasn't really thought about their legal um, problems, they're, they're the ideal client because they're the ones who can go and they can take our assessment, they can find out what their legal risks are, they can then go and work with an attorney to go and, and fix those those risks. And and um, Hannah, you mentioned the the link up that's on the on the page there. We've actually uh, given as a thank you for having us on a fifty percent discount on our assessment for listeners. If they go to that page, there's the instructions on how to claim that. And they can go and get their their legal risk assessment, which is about a thousand dollars worth of legal value. So if you get a lawyer to give you that type of advice, they generally take three or four hours worth of work, and you know that's about that's about a thousand a thousand dollars worth of legal value that they can get for just under fifty dollars if they if they go to that link. And really, you know, for those businesses that are past startup that you know they've proven their product, it's really ideal for them. So they can go and go. Okay, I've now worked out that I've got a business. What do I need to do to go and protect it? And that's, that's where we find the, the, the ideal market for it. So somebody who's already kind of been established. In other words, you're looking for people who have a process because I'm imagining the questions, the types of questions that you're going to be asking them are business related. So if it's somebody who's new, they may not have had customers or experiences in business to really assess their risk. So this is, you know, and you said they can learn more on the website to get themselves in a position but you're really looking for people who've been in this game for a little while and are kind of realizing that, okay, this is the next step in my business evolution. Did I get that correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So in any business, Jeremy, we all are looking for customers. Uh, and so I'm going to ask you from a, a business owner's perspective, how are you finding your customers? How are you dealing with customer acquisition? Yeah, so for me, uh, actually podcasts and doing interviews like this is my primary way. Uh, so pre-pandemic, uh, I did a lot of speaking engagements. So I'd go and talk to a room full of you know, 10, 20, 100 people and I'd talk about what I was doing and I'd sell 80% of people in the room to, to take the, the assessment and work, and work out their legal risks. And the other people, yeah, they, they, they would often come back to us at the end of the day. Um, so obviously, I don't know whether you know um, the history of Australia during the pandemic, but we all shut 
shut down for a couple of years and we weren't allowed to travel outside the country. Uh, and so that kind of stopped. So, so really where I've been focusing my time is getting on doing great interviews with, with people in the, um, you know, in different spaces, in podcasts, on, on social media, wherever, and, and just really getting the message out there because I think this is a great medium to do that. Uh, we don't do any advertising at the moment. Uh, you know, we haven't found a great return on that because we haven't found the right message to get to people. Uh, so, uh, but the, the, other, the other space that we do quite a bit of work in that is around LinkedIn. Uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn. If people are, are interested, they can, um, if you search for my name in LinkedIn, I'm the only Jeremy Stratton that spells my name that way <laughs> that, that I've found in the world, um, which is which is lucky. Uh, and they can follow me or, or send me a connection request. And I put, I put out a lot of content about uh, the business legal life cycle and legal re, legal risks and, and how to go about that. So they've been my main channels, Hernan, uh, of actually um, you know, engaging and, and building up a customer base. What what has what were you? I kind of want to go find like a before and after. There's a point in your career where you started making content because hey, well you were forced to. You couldn't really go into a public setting and have a speech. What was your brand and your your personal brand or your business brand like before? And how has created content and you know using it for LinkedIn and social media, going on podcasts? How has that helped your business? So I think that um, before I started this journey, um, I was just a lawyer. So I, you know, I, I didn't really have a personal brand. My law firm had a brand. I, I think something I've realized in the six or seven years that I've been doing this, though, is that I did have a brand back then. But as, as a professional lawyer, people would come to me. They came from my service. And it's been one of the, the, um, the challenges, I'll say, of, of stepping away from doing the law is that people want me to do their work. Uh, for, for me then, you know, doing this work, writing a book uh, was a journey in itself to, to build up a personal brand. Um, and then and then just realizing that the only way to get clients and to get people to your website and to, to really get people to understand what you're doing is to write content. Uh, so I think it was just a natural progression. I, uh, I used to tell myself uh, that I wasn't a good public speaker and that I didn't like speaking. And I engaged a speaking coach uh, who... Uh, actually helped me with that process. And now people, you can't get me to shut up um, half the time. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's, that's often a story that we tell ourselves. Uh, but it was really just embracing that, that fact that at the end of the day, people buy from people. And they don't buy from a company. They, um, you know, even Apple and Amazon and all that, you're still buying from a person at the end of the day. Yeah, you, and and there's still there's still some brand out there, so a personal brand. So I was kind of realizing that, and then really embracing that brand. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch a lot of content as well. And I think that um, yeah, that also makes you feel more comfortable with the fact that yeah, you know what, I can do that too. And and I've got a message to share. So that's kind of how I've built my personal brand over the years and, and how I've changed that mindset from being the lawyer doing the work every day to being the person out there, you know, sharing the message and, and, and trying to change the way that people actually engage with a profession. And uh, you, you've been on a lot of podcasts, um, but you yeah. also have a podcast, right? And, and my experience with having a podcast has been amazing for the content itself for the creation itself but also because of all the amazing people that i get to meet is your podcast like an interview-based podcast or is this where you're creating like the the content for different platforms so so i actually have a few different podcasts um i have the business legal lifecycle podcast which people can see on the website um below that uh goes through and gives lots of information about legal um 
um, the, the phases and what you need to do. And there's interviews in there. I've actually paused that podcast for the moment uh, because we've, we've kind of hit what the content that we needed uh, for that. Uh, I, I then have another one that we're just um, rolling out for interviewing lawyers about the business of law. And actually, you know, interviewing you know, professional lawyers who, who run their own business about you know, what are the, some of the struggles, what are some of the opportunities that they're seeing out there in the market. And then we also have a very niche pro, um, podcast here in, in Brisbane, Australia, where I'm from, which is all about uh, property and business um, aspects so it's for our law firm. My business partner and I run a podcast that we do you know, like less than 10 minutes tips about law and business. Uh, what I've found, though, is that I really enjoy the interview podcast. That's one of the reasons I'm coming back to do the, the ones with lawyers, because I love helping lawyers as well. Uh, I really enjoy that because you learn so much. You know, we interviewed, or we did well over 200 episodes of the, the Business Legal Lifecycle podcast, and probably, I'd say, maybe a third of those were interview podcasts. And I really enjoyed that. You know, I got some great authors on. Uh, I got some, some great experts on to talk about you know, what people need to do from a business perspective. And I think it's an awesome me uh, media to get out there and and not only promote yourself, but promote other people and, and share that that content around. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, I keep saying, I'm like, hey, marketers, hey, business coaches, hey, lawyers, hey, everybody who's looking for business clientele. I'm like, you need to be listening to my show. I literally tee up a business owner and they tell you all about their business and they tell you all about their problems. They tell you about everybody that they're looking for as their customer base. Like, I feel like my show is marketing literally a business owner who has issues. And if you're listening to this and you're an insurance agent, lawyer, whatever, that's the need that you can feel. Like, this is why you listen to different types of content. Plus, like you said, on the interview, or interview base, I think it's like the matrix. I feel like I'm plugging into that person who's on the show and I get to learn so much stuff from them. I can ask them questions. You know, I, we could definitely go down your business, but then sometimes I learn about you and I want to know, like, hey, how would I do this? And I, you don't get to do that in a book. You don't get to do that in any other medium than like an interview like that. It's, it's a great opportunity to do that. All right, let's. Uh, I don't. I want to make sure we we don't run out of time. So, uh, you've been providing a lot of value, and there's so much information, especially with I mean, businesslegallifecycle.com/slash/businessbro scrolling across the bottom. Um, if people do want to get a hold of you, they want to work with you. Tell me about that process. What's that sales process like? Shout out to my little yes, friend. Well, wrong video clip. It was supposed to be the one that says, what's your sales process? Here, let me show you. This was, this, this was the correct one. Yeah, that's, that's it. I was supposed to show you a bunch of people coming to your business. That, that was the idea. <laughs> uh, so so uh, we're, we're very much a SaaS product. Uh, and so for, for a business owner that comes in that wants to take our assessment, they can just sign up online. So uh, everything's designed to take them to that. So if they want to take the, the assessment, do that online. You can sign up all the information there. It's all an automated process. And even to the when, you, when you've um, taken the assessment, it gives you a PDF report. And you actually have a, a portal on our, on our website that actually shows you all the details. Uh, but it's as simple as uh, for, for the listeners and the, and the people watching the show, go to the website, check out the, um, the, the, the um, quiz, um, 
link and you, it takes you straight there and then you you go in and do that um do that assessment and it will tell you that information if you want to do our education course it's the same you can go in and do that um just by it's all automated it's all there uh and if you've got questions uh you know you can just ask us as well we've got a team around the world we've got a team in america um in in asia in australia where i am uh, and so we're there to, to answer any questions so it's a very seamless process uh for the sales process and that's deliberate because our price point is low uh, because we want to help more people. And that just means that uh, we want to invest in the, in the helping people rather than the uh, you know, having a massive team there to, to answer all the questions all the time. If there's any um, attorneys or lawyers out there, we also do have a subscription uh, that, that, that they can take to, to use it for their clients. And that's a more one-on-one -on -one process where they can go on and make an inquiry and, um, and we'll, we'll get in touch with them to, to really um, bring them on board to, so they can actually do our assessment with their clients. And that actually will help them to generate more work as well. Boom. All right. Well, when when people reach out to you, they want to work with you, everybody's always asking for the hookup. And across the bottom of the screen, for those of you who haven't heard it yet, businesslegallifecycle.com slash business bros, there is an extra special, which we've already kind of mentioned ahead of time, promo uh, that you're giving away. So let's jump to that one more time. Me? I'm giving away free money. So, um, so that's if they go to the webpage, uh, there's a, a, a link to take the assessment and uh, a code. So basically, you go there, you click on that, and you put in the code, and it'll give a fifty percent discount on taking the, um, the business legal lifecycle assessment. Uh, that gets you the report that's about I mentioned before is about a thousand dollars worth of legal value, uh, and it's just under fifty dollars. And uh, you'll be able to find out what your legal risks are. If you've got an, uh, a lawyer, uh, then you can uh, actually type in to send the report to the lawyer. If you don't, um, you can ask for one and we can refer you to um, someone in our network uh, of lawyers. Perfect. And then of course, the ultimate question, and I know we've said it a lot of time, ladies and gents, but like I said, this is a content creation show. So we're literally creating pieces of content that you can use for your social media at any time. So if you're struggling creating content, businessbros.biz, ladies and gents, and we can help you out. Because trust me, I know it's difficult. Jeremy can attest to this. Unless you've been getting behind the mic on a regular basis, forcing yourself to have a conversation with people, creating content might not be the easiest thing to do. But we're here to help, businessbros.biz. Jeremy, I got a couple more questions. Uh, but but this one is, is one that uh, if you don't mention it over and over again, people just won't remember. How do they get a hold of you, my friend? Hello to my little friend. Now we cue that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go to the, the webpage that's below, uh, businesslegallifecycle.com slash business bros. If you want to connect with me, uh, you can search for my name on LinkedIn. Uh, that will come up. You can follow us on Facebook. It's come up on the screen there. You can email me, the um, jeremystritton at gmail.com. Uh, that's an email address that you can um, contact me on. Uh, uh, I, yeah. We put out lots of content, uh, but my main area where we put out the content is LinkedIn. So anyone who wants to follow and connect and find out more more information, um, go and search for me on LinkedIn and, and um, you'll get lots of great information and content there. Perfect. So what do you think, Jeremy? I mean, you've you've created a ton of podcasts and, and it's funny because every time you design something, each show that you talked about had a different uh, end game for the episodes that you were looking for. Uh, and when we create content, it kind of works the same way. I want to make sure that I ask you a ton of questions. I want to break it up in a way that we can create 30 days of content for you. And you've, you've done podcasts, you've been on podcasts. So 
how easy was it to record with us, to book with us, to be part of the Business Bros experience and create 30 days of content? Yeah, uh, really easy. Um, uh, yeah, the, the process, we, um, I think we found that found um, this one through Matchmaker. And um, yeah, that that process was really easy. Booking it in was was really simple. And then doing this process has been a lot of fun. As I said, uh, great intro at the beginning. The, uh, the videos are, are excellent to, to, to break up that content. And I'm looking forward to sharing that on our social. So one thing that we do uh, with all the podcasts that I'm on is we share content, not just once, we share it over and over and over again so that uh, when when it's right for someone to see it, they'll they'll see it there and they can go and, ch and check out the more information. So I love the concept of creating content and especially stuff that you can use time and time again. I think it's, it's brilliant. You've been doing you've been doing quite a few podcasts, and one of the things that I love to talk about is the long tail effect. I learned that from Gary Vee. He's like, you got to understand every piece of content that you're making is living on the internet. So when people Google you, your credibility is through the roof. I know for me personally, you Google my name or you Google Business Bros Podcast. I mean, five, six, seven, ten pages in Google results of our content showing up. Have you had the same experience as you created more and more content? Absolutely. So yeah, type in my name, uh, and it yeah you know, it has so much content. There's so many podcasts. Um, uh, if you type in my last name, you do get my cousin who is uh, in some circles. He's a well-known um, musician, Flume. You may know, um, but uh, uh, but he, he's quite quite popular. Uh, but as far as if you type in my name, the content is just immense. Or the stuff that, that comes up, and uh, we know that people see it, and we get comments on it. Um, and then I, I know, I know. Um, I, I, a couple of years ago, uh, before pre-pandemic, I did a talk down in Sydney, in, which is one of the, the major cities in Australia. And I walked into the room, and these people were talking to me about content that I had created, that my team had put up on online, and I had completely forgotten about it. And they were talking to me about it, like because they just read it, they just knew me um, right then and there. And so that evergreen nature of content is awesome to really get people to know who you are and, and and find you going forward. So I'd recommend content creation for everyone who's looking to build a personal brand because it really does help them. It's night and day for everybody. I always I always talk about it's Dr. Miser. I had to look up who actually went with this uh, with this saying, but he talks about four stages that your that your business is in. You start off invisible. Nobody knows who you are. You might be really good. Nobody knows who you are. You start creating content. You become visible. You do it consistently. People see you on a regular basis. You become credible, and at that point, people start coming to you for business, and that's when you become profitable. And that's what you're discussing on, on your story. I mean, it's super cool. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it's super cool when you meet somebody who knows you because they saw you on the internet versus seeing you in person. I mean, right, Jeremy, I don't, for me, there's nothing that really kind of blows my mind or makes my day when that happens. It can be a little bit scary sometimes when they know more about <laughs> what you've put out there than, than what you have. Like when you create so much content, one of the things that you need to just realize is you're not going to remember everything that you put out there. So, mm -hmm. uh, so, it, so sometimes it can be a little bit frightening that they know more about it than you do. But then you just roll with the punches and you just and you just have that conversation with them and you you see the value that they put out there and, and how much it helps them. So, um, I really love it. I think it's a it's a as I said before, it's an awesome way to build a brand and it's all, an awesome way to get your message out there. Exactly. All right, Jeremy, before we head out, is there anything that maybe I didn't ask you something you wanted to get out to the audience that uh, that I, I didn't, you know, for whatever reason, didn't get to? Uh, basically, any last minute thoughts, anything worth repeating? And I've been saying it, Miguel. Huh? I've been that... saying it. 
the main thing that I would repeat is that don't put your head in the sand and just try and react to legal problems later when they arise. It will cost you a lot of money. And if you take a proactive approach and go and get legal advice uh, the right way, educate yourself, learn why you need to get it and what you need to do, then what that what that will mean is that you will save yourself money. You may never know the exact number of dollars that you save, but trust me, you will. And so go and be uh, proactive with your legal advice. You don't, you know, I'd love you to go and take the, the assessment and find out you know, where your legal risks are and, and take that to your lawyer. Even if you don't do that, go and learn what the different legal risks are so that you can identify them and go and um, you know, really be able to protect yourself and find those those unknown unknowns that, that really uh, you should be able to find out and you should be able to stop yourself from having the legal problems that we see people have so often. Don't duck and hide, ladies and gents. That that long arm of the law, that thing bends around corners, goes under doorways. It will find you. So get the help that you're looking for. Businesslegallifecycle.com slash business bros. Business, oh, I'm going to have too many businesses. Businesslegallifecycle.com slash business bros. Get your 50% off any of the coursework. It was any of the coursework, Jeremy, or a specific one? Just, just the... Just the assessment. So okay, um, the assessment. So, no, yeah, I, I, before I say something wrong, so give fifty percent off your assessment. Over a thousand dollars worth of legal advice right there on the website, accessible for you. Business bro. Oh, sorry, businesslegallifecycle.com slash business bros is the website. It's a mouthful. It's a lot of business in the in one URL. <laughs> All right, but Jeremy, thank you very much for coming on the show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys again, manana. Peace, and we're out. Thanks for watching The Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with The Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.